0: Hi, everyone. We're here today with a very special guest, Stephanie Owens. Stephanie, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, thanks for being on the podcast today. I'm happy to have you.
1: Of course. I'm excited. I like talking and I love Jesus. So yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes, I love that. So let's start off by telling everyone a little bit about you. What would you like us to know?
1: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm pretty, I guess I like to be normal kind of everyday girl just love to connect with other women and um but yeah i i'm a singer i'm a country music artist based in nashville but uh yeah it's funny sometimes we're like oh you're a country singer and i'm just a whatever no there's nothing like that i just happen to sing that's what i do (laughs) but uh yeah so i'm just a a singer in nashville and chasing the dream just like so many of y'all
0: that's amazing so you're also an actress right you were in the movie finding Faith.
1: Yes, yes, I did that um, when I was in college. That was a super fun experience. Yeah, so I've I've dabbled in some acting as well.
0: Very cool. Finding Faith was on Netflix at one point, wasn't it?
1: It was, and that was crazy. Yeah, they they did sell it in, Wal- uh, in Walmart in when I first when they first released it, and so I went and bought it, and that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. I bet it was super interesting, like seeing your face doing all these things and being on camera like that.
1: Yeah, it was it was funny, because I actually grew up doing so much theater. Um, and so like that with theater, it's always like, make it really big, big, you know, movement. So everyone in the back of the room can see you. And then transitioning to camera work was like, no, just your eyes. Don't make that big face. <laughs> so that was definitely funny. So there are a few spots like in the movie where I'm like, mm, I don't
0: know if I bought that. But <laughs> oh, well, it was the first time. But yeah, it, it was so fun. That's great, so with so many different projects that you've kind of picked up and really excelled in, when and how did you know that singing was your calling and not acting?
1: Yeah, so um really, from whenever I was like little and I could talk, basically, I had been singing my whole life. Both my parents are musicians, and singing was just always the thing that gave me so much joy um, and I did so much like of that you know, acting and stuff growing up too. But there was a point with my story, I'm sure we'll get into that in a little bit here, um, where I was kind of allowing the auditioning constantly for auditioning for roles, you know, that was like getting me down. Because if I didn't get a part I wanted or whatever, you know, that was just like, oh, I'm not good enough for that or whatever. And I kind of just got to a point really when I was in college that I was just like, you know, singing is was always my first love. And if I pursue the artist route, that's, that's me. I can just be me and I don't have to pretend to be some other character. And, um, I just really felt the Lord saying, you know, I gave you this voice and there's, that's where the peace is. So go for that. And yeah. And then never really look back after that.
0: That's where the peace is. I really like what you just said there. So what would you advise someone who's also trying to discover their calling or decide between two potential courses? Would you just say to follow like where the peace is?
1: I would say that's a good indicator. I mean, I definitely, I think like when you talk about, you know, oh, what's the Lord's will for my life? There's things in the Bible that are, you know, very clear, like we're not to walk in sin, you know, but sometimes there is like a. You know what's what's better and what's best. Um, sometimes there is that, but sometimes there's you, you're not really sure. You know, like maybe one of them would turn out great and the other one would turn out great too. But I think that sometimes, like if he gifts you in certain ways, and and there's maybe just like a like a gut piece. You know, if you're if you're really seeking the Lord and praying and trying to stay, you know, like within how he's gifted you. Yeah, I would say where the most peace is within that. That's, for me at least, been the most uh, been the most telling, I would say, really for multiple areas of my life. Yeah, where that piece stays.
0: Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that for sure. Mm-hmm. So can you see yourself pursuing another acting role someday, or is this where you're happy?
1: I definitely would act again if it came up, and that mm-hmm. was kind of actually the beauty of this, that movie that I did, like I got away from theater and wasn't really doing that for like a year, year and a half at all, totally put it out of my mind. And then that role came up and I, you know, I was just like, oh, audition it just for fun, but I'm not going to let it define me this time if I don't get cast or whatever, you know, and then I ended up getting the lead and it was just such a beautiful thing because I had been trying so hard to get all these roles and thinking I controlled things. And then the Lord kind of just was like, here you go, and I didn't try to manipulate anything or to get you, know, I mean not that I manipulated, but you know I didn't like, oh, I need this role, blah, 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 let me try so hard to make this audition great, you know, I just showed up, and um so I mean, it was just beautiful how the Lord kind of put that in my lap, and I don't know, yeah, if something came along like that again, I would love to because I do really love acting, and it's another sort of passion, I guess still, but it's not like what is my main thing, I guess. But yeah, I would definitely do it again if, if that opportunity came up.
0: That's great. I love it when you can so clearly see that the Lord works something out for you and it's just so obvious in your life.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I I definitely... And I mean, I'll say this probably till the day that the Lord takes me home. But I am such a control freak in a bad way. Like I <laughs> want to try to figure out. And I mean, to to an extent, it's really good when you're a planner and you know you can think about all these X, Y, and Z details. But for me, that can be a big downfall because I wanna I wanna plan everything out so much that I just I'm like, okay, I'm gonna accomplish this, you know. And at the end of the day. There's nothing that I'm going to do that's going to make whatever door open up that the Lord thinks I'm supposed to, you know, be walking through, you know, it's his orchestrations. And when I get so set on my ways of things happening, then it's like, I totally miss you know what what he's after potentially, or um when I've just kind of let things go more, like I've done with that acting, and even just with the music stuff. It's like he brings something in the picture that I didn't foresee at all happening, so that I can't take any credit for it. And I think it's kind of a little thing that the Lord and I just like have because whenever he does that, I'm just like, I see what you've been doing. You know, yeah. you did this just so I couldn't say I ca- I made this happen. <laughs> you know, oh, and dear. it's like. It's so beautiful when it happens, but it also is like, man, I am so stubborn. (laughs) I'm so stubborn.
0: (laughs) I really resonate with that, with with just Uh, being stubborn and the being a control freak and everything. Like, I feel like I'm very accomplishment based, you know, uh, like at the end of my day, I want to see a list of at least like three big things that I accomplished. And otherwise I'm like, well, why didn't I get that done?
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's, it can be dangerous because sometimes all we need to do is like, just be quiet, you know, and like, listen to what the Lord is saying, but yes,
0: just be still. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So I know that you have been, um, writing music and singing and acting for a long time. Um, were there any songs that you wrote when you were younger that you never really took to the recording level, but you still really love in their specialty?
1: I did um I would never share them <laughs> because <laughs> as far as songwriting the actual craft goes they were horrible but uh <laughs> I mean I did I did write songs like in my room when I was young and wrote them on a piece of notebook paper and I I never really like wrote down the melodies but I can still sing some of them in my head like I know if I pull I think I have them somewhere still I I can't remember where right now but yeah I did keep those pieces of paper and I still remember how a couple of them go and it's like that's that's crazy. And they were little Christian songs, you know. I listened to so much Christian music growing up and that was pretty much all. So it was just like that's little praise and worship songs. That's what I wrote. <laughs>
0: oh, that's so cute. I love that. <laughs> I you. I would ask you to share one if you had it in front of you, but I know you don't have it in front of you. So
1: <laughs> I don't. I, but I do remember there was one called King of Heaven and I just still remember that. And I just called it yeah, it was just like talking about that he's the Lord is in heaven and He's in, like, in charge of everything, and <laughs> I was Aww. like, so elementary, but it was, I don't know, it was a little proclamation, I guess. It was cute. was cute. <laughs> the
0: cutest, the important stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I love that. I love that we got to get to know a little bit about you, and I thought with this podcast episode, we could kind of give our listeners a taste of your music, and so I have four songs in particular I wanted to highlight and ask you kind of about their message. Yeah. Okay, so your website, which I will drop in the show notes, comments that your song titled Little Girl in the Mirror is a reflection on your personal teenage struggles with body image and identity. And that's something that I can really relate to when I was a younger teenager as well. And my listeners know that whole story. (laughs) But after doing a little more research and hearing your story, um, I couldn't agree more with what your website said. And I think that oftentimes body image, and identity struggles go hand in hand, but sometimes they can also be different from each other, right? So I wondered if you could let our listeners in on the story behind your song, and maybe an additional time that you struggled with something specifically in terms of identity.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, yeah, so the story behind the song, when I was 11 to 14, I struggled with an eating disorder, and uh, that was, yeah, that was like a really... Eye-opening thing, but kind of more after the fact, I guess. Um, I kind of along. I'm glad we talked about theater. Along with all the theater stuff, I was kind of, you know, like when you're a young teen, you start (laughs) maturing into your womanhood or whatever, you know. And I think I was like seeing that and auditioning a lot and in the spotlight, and it was kind of like, oh, I need to make sure I don't get fat or whatever, you know. And I don't. It's just like that is so stupid, you know. But that's like what cross our mind oh we have to look perfect now or whatever and I started maturing and getting a little more of a shape and that freaked me out and so um I didn't like make a conscious decision of oh I'm gonna you know stop eating so much or work out like crazy or whatever but it just kind of started creeping in and the more that I let those thoughts get in my mind and uh the more I kind of just spiral downhill and uh yeah, so that was, that was a really dark time, to be honest. Uh, I don't know how many people really knew it was going on other than my parents. Um, I tried to keep a, you know, like, put fake smile or whatever, you know, and keep on keeping on with all the shows. But um, inside, I was totally, totally miserable. And uh, I didn't really get out of that until I finally one day, I kind of was just like, I remember praying. And kind of with the control thing, like I was trying so much myself to fix it by thinking something different, or I don't know, just thinking I'll get out of it someday or whatever. And I, you know, see counselors and all this and that, but nothing was really helping until I finally remember one day I just prayed and I was like, you know what, I can't, I can't figure this out. And I don't know why honestly I was born at this point because I just feel miserable all the time. And so if I'm going to get better, you're going to have to do it because I don't know what to do anymore. And I just remember kind of getting to the end of myself and it was a very raw like moment, you know, I was just like, okay, Lord, fine. I can't do this anymore. And I don't know what the point is. So you're going to have to fix this. And when I finally prayed that, so I don't remember all of the details because I was kind of so clouded in my thinking, but I just remember praying that very clearly. And then after that, I started to heal. And I think that's because I, I started to click with, this is not, this is not like me, you know, like the, what I look like and um, all these things, how I perform. That's not really who I am at the end of the day. And this body image thing, I can't, I can't let that Define me, and um, and I have to think about the, who the Lord made me to be and um, who I am in Him. And once I kind of started thinking more of that way, is when I really started to heal.
0: Yeah, and that question you were asking of like, why was I born? I think at some point in everyone's lives, mm-hmm. we all have one moment where we feel really, really low like that, but it's amazing that. I I know there are people in life that couldn't imagine a life where you weren't born that are just inspired by your music. And I know your husband's grateful for you, your <laughs> birth. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I think yeah. We, we take a step back and we think about really the people that care about us and, and God caring about us, which is the ultimate, you know, that that's a really important conversation that we have.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean, thinking that, you know, is so you know, not of the lord, but in some ways it's kind of good to get to the end of yourself. At least it was for me because it's like, you know, I this life isn't about me and if I keep trying to make it about me, like I was massively doing, I'd still fall in that, you know, to this day and I'm sure I will my whole life, but it's like if if we try to do that, we're really missing the point, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so I think you know why was I born? well, certainly not to make stephanie 's name famous <laughs> that 's not why I was born that 's not why God put me here you know uh, so yeah but it's a that is a a dangerous thing to think too <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, definitely. I think you have such an inspiring story there i'm happy you could share it with us well, thank you thank you so if somebody else maybe they are struggling also with an eating disorder or they're having like an identity crisis, like what words of wisdom would you pass along to them?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I realize I didn't hit on the identity piece as much either. So I'll, I'll kind of say that with this, yeah. but yeah, I mean, if with, with the identity piece, um, a time in my life when I uh, isolated from the body image, it was still kind of connected in some way, but I used to get such uh, up through college, such bad anxiety when I would perform just because I would like Obsess about if I didn't hit that note quite the way I wanted it to at one spot in the song I would let that totally ruin like everything else. Like I was so mad I didn't perform well, you know and I would just let that consume my thoughts and I would get such bad anxiety about it and I was putting my Identity solely in, you know like what I did, you know as a Mm -hmm. singer and and that identity piece can be something that like whatever your profession is or whatever you do, or maybe it's like, I'm a mom or I'm a, you know, or I'm a wife or whatever that is. Like you can put your identity in things that are, are good, but they can't hold up to that weight. Um, cause God didn't design like what we do or who we are, like, like, you know, a, a mom, a spouse or whatever, like, or a singer or a hairstylist, make bars. Like he didn't make those things, which are good, um, to, to hold up to like our weight, like he made us to find our identity in him and who he says we are. And like, when we put our faith and trust in him, we are a daughter of the King, you know, and that's who we are and living on this earth is we need to think about, like bringing people with us, like on our journey to heaven someday and like using our gifts to point people to him. And that's not a lesson that we learn, you know, perfectly ever. We're going to be learning that like our whole life, you know? Um, But who he says we are and who he tells us we are through his word, like that's where we need to put our identity. And like, I think for me, like I had a performance coming up in college and I was so nervous. And I remember praying right before that. And I was like, You know what, if I go out there and I do this perfectly, that doesn't make me any better of a person or make the Lord look at me any differently. He's not going to give me extra rewards in heaven someday because I sang that perfectly. That does not matter. And if I go out there and I mess up, that's not going to take away anything either. You know from who i am and uh i just remember like telling myself that and self-talk's important sometimes just because you know as women we can like get so many things going in our minds but like sometimes it's really good to just tell it like state the truth you know mm-hmm. and pretty soon you're gonna start really believing that and you internalizing that and i remember praying that and i walked out and i performed and i didn't hit everything perfectly but I walked off stage and I was okay. And I didn't get a panic attack about it. And my parents to this day will like tell, like, if I, if we bring that up, they're like, you, that was, you like, didn't seem upset. And they heard what I was talking about because they're musicians. <laughs> too. But of, of course, you know, they heard what I was saying, but they were shocked that I was not like, totally like <laughs> upset. And I just remember that being a turning point for me. And not that I'm ever perfect in that, you know, but I just remember that was like really the last time I had an anxiety, like a crazy anxiety attack over, over like performing or anything. Um, And I don't know. So I just think it's important to isolate like what you do and all these different labels we can put on ourselves um from who the Lord designed us to be. And with body image, like it goes hand in hand too. Um, I think we need to, you know, um, as much as social media can be good, like meeting people like humorous, so that's awesome, you know, like it can be a downfall and we have to, I think, put a filter on, you know, every time we get on online and don't let us, uh, don't let our minds just get consumed in comparison because that's, that's just a thief and it's never gonna. You know we're never gonna win when we start comparing um and we all have unique gifts and talents and abilities that nobody else has in this world um and how the lord designed us and we have a circle of influence around us like Marissa, you're going to be able to meet people and you know, people I'm never going to be able to talk to and never going to be able to influence in my life, you know, and same goes vice versa. And, you know, if I was trying to be you that I would not be like, you know, where I am or the Lord put me, I would not be like ministering to people around me. And, you know, if you're focusing on something, you know, so I just think we need to focus on like, you know, where we are and, and using our gifts, the best of our abilities and like boldly going in the Lord where we are.
0: I love that point. This is something that I talked about in my very first episode because I was mm-hmm. so passionate about you know, comparisons with social media and all kinds of things like that. So I totally wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> and I love what you said about if you're trying to be somebody else, you will not fulfill your calling. Right. Yeah. So um, that conversation we just had – about identity is really perfect. Cause I don't know if you know this, but I actually wrote a book and it's in the process of being published. And oh, something, wow. something that I included really intentionally in that book was this discussion of identity in Christ, mm-hmm. because there was a time in my life where I was just like, you know, who am I? Like, what? Which one of these things that I'm trying to identify with is becoming my identity?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: God just spoke this beautiful thing into my life that was, you know, I tell you exactly what your identity is. And so I started compiling a list as I went through the Bible of all the times that God speaks identity into us and what he says that we are to him. And that little list is something that I included in that book and that I'm so excited to share with everybody. I may even like drop a little teaser of that list at some point, but I just Mm -hmm. thought that was important to note.
1: That's awesome. I'm excited to see that list. (laughs) I need that.
0: (laughs) Oh, good. I hope it's helpful to some people. Oh, yeah. It was definitely helpful for me. So. Oh, yeah.
1: It'll be helpful for me, for sure.
0: <laughs> okay. So, referring to your website again, um, it says that your song titled, Rest, is a heartfelt ballad whose storytelling nature reveals your trust in the Lord throughout all circumstances, even when life doesn't seem to make sense. So, can you tell a story about a time that life didn't seem to make any sense and how you had to trust in the Lord?
1: Yeah. Um, that song was inspired because of a time like that. Um, I had had an idea kind of for a song kind of along the lines. Um, the song ends with a little tag of it as well. And I wanted to write a song kind of with that in there, but didn't really know, you know, how to shape that. But, um, I, so right before I wrote that song, I uh, had gotten a call really out of the blue from my mom one night, um, that my dad had had a heart attack. Um, And my dad is quite a bit older. Um, and (laughs) there's a big age difference between my parents. I think it's weird, but I'm glad I was born. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, (laughs) he had had a heart attack and that was just so out of nowhere. Like he had never had one before and it shook us like totally to the core. My brother lives out in Arkansas, but she had called him and we both flew back home to Virginia. Um, and Chris, my husband and I were dating at the time, but Chris flew right back too, and so we were all all there in Virginia. And my dad, uh, he was so he was uh, out for forty five minutes without a heartbeat. Um, And for anybody that that uh, is pretty impossible. Like that somebody even wakes up, much less remembers anything. Like they might be a vegetable if they do wake up. Yeah, Um, and uh, he. He uh, was in a coma for a couple days, but then he woke up and he is did like was not affected. Like he totally was fine. Um, he came back like normal. Now, of course, his heart had issues and he had you know bypass and all that kind of stuff. But he's still here today and he's doing really well. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that was it was just such a crazy thing and uh didn't really know like why that obviously why that had to happen and. I like came back to Nashville after like he he wasn't like out of the clear when we came when I came back but he was doing much much better um for sure like a week later or whatever but um yeah and had a songwriting session and that was just kind of on my mind and the song isn't about the you know that per se like the heart attack but it's just kind of talking about you know like when i'm tired and i'm restless i'll rest in you cuz like there's really nowhere else that you can turn um so yeah that that song was inspired because of that whole whole thing and there's definitely been other things in my life but that was one that definitely shook me to the core
0: yeah wow that's that's an amazing testimony that he has
1: yeah it's crazy i mean yeah i don't know i don't know anybody that (laughs) and it's 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 hard because like for him like he's older and somebody going through you know really any serious health struggles sometimes you're he's like well why why was I, why did I wake back up from that? Like, cause now I have to deal with all this heart stuff, you know? And it's like, yeah. oh, Dad. it's like, you can't think like that because the Lord still wants you here, you know? Like he put you, like he got you miraculously through all that, you know? So really with whatever, I mean, we all have doubts sometimes, you know, like we were saying earlier, but, um,
0: but there's yeah. gotta be a special reason.
1: Oh yeah. Like, and it's cool, too, to think you know, like actually Chris, my husband and I were saying this the other day too, like you you are pretty much invincible until the Lord wants to take you home, not to be stupid, obviously, by any stretch, but it's like we don't need to worry that oh i'm gonna what if some, something happens you know you know we're we're safe and secure until he he calls us home,
0: so yeah, so what would you say to somebody who is in a situation right now where they could really use some help with the trusting part?
1: Well, um, I am a worrywart also. So <laughs> I am preaching to the choir when I say this. <laughs> but uh, I think it's important to, to just dive into the word um, and like read the promises of God about what he, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Like he, you know, and I mean, commit your way to the Lord and trust him and he will do it. That's also in the Bible, like, and you know, not that, not that everything we think, um, we, like other uh, well another one about the desires of your heart, like he will give you the desires of your heart, not that everything we want to happen is gonna happen, but if we're like walking in him and pursuing his will for our lives like he's gonna he's gonna make it happen, you know mm-hmm. um so like trusting him for for orchestrating those things, I think we need to really just go on. In the bible and read about who he is and who he says he is and he is unchanging and he always lives up to his promises and he does not fail and like if we know that like just reminding ourselves of that is a good thing and will give us peace as long as we keep that in our minds you know um but it's it's hard it's hard, and I'm not going to say, Oh, that's going to fix all of your problems because it's a battle. It's a daily battle <laughs> to be thinking, you know, things of the Lord um, and not to get down those rabbit holes, which I get down a lot, unfortunately. So, yeah, but that's what I say. So just go in the Word and read about Him.
0: I agree. And that made me think of a quote that I really like that says, um, I trust the next chapter because I know the author of my story. Mm -hmm. And if ever there's a time in my life that it's more difficult to trust than others, I just imagine, and this helps me as a writer, I guess, but I just imagine that he's written out my story, you know, Mm -hmm. and he knows how it goes. And whenever you're reading a book, whenever they have that plunge, that all time low, Mm -hmm. there's this perfect next piece that makes complete sense as to why the thing happened and it always turns out for the better. And I just always try to think about that.
1: That's so true. And you know, that reminded me of one other thing I really like in Job, in the book of Job, in the Bible, Mm -hmm. how at the beginning, before all that crazy stuff happens to him, like he loses everything, right? Well, Satan has to ask God permission to touch him. And the Lord permissively allows Satan to do those things, but he says he can't take his life, you know, but that's cool to know that whatever we're going through, you know, Satan had to ask permission to touch us if we're, uh, if we're the Lord's child, you know, he can't just do whatever he wants to do. Um, and the Lord's in control of that. And I think that's just reassuring knowing that, you know, to even the hard times, it's like, no, the Lord is definitely watching over the situation.
0: Yeah. And also that like, if you are going through something that God had so much faith in who you are and what, and your strength and what you're capable of that he said, you know, I believe that that person can get through this. You know, I believe that that person can come out of this the way I know that they will. And the whole time he's going to be there with you, you know, helping you through it. But it's just kind of heartwarming to me to think that number one satan sees you as such a potential spiritual threat as as to come at you and number two that god places enough of his own faith in you to say with confidence they're not gonna let me down you know they've got what it takes to get through this and i'm gonna help them yeah so good stuff good stuff All right. So number five, fifth question here, you have a really beautiful song called Box of Letters. And Mm -hmm. I know there's a really cute story behind it. Would you like to share that sort of like journaling journey with our listeners?
1: Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, so yeah, so Box of Letters based on true story. Um, when I was 12, I started writing letters to my future husband. Um, I was always a hopeless romantic. um, (laughs) Never really did too much dating growing up, to be honest. Um, Never had a boyfriend, actually, until Chris. (laughs) Um, But I just, I don't know, like, it was so, I don't know, I was just not wanting to, you know, get involved with people that didn't really treasure me, you know, and just waste my time with people. But I definitely wanted to like have a boyfriend at the same time. And so I was always like, Oh, well, I'm just going to write a letter to my future husband. If I'm like mad about something or whatever, you know, with a stupid boy or whatever, and just feel that because then he can kind of see, you know, what I was thinking at the time or whatever. And, um, I just was looking forward to meeting him so much that I wanted to like talk to him, but I couldn't yet, you know, so I would write, write these little letters and, uh, then, uh, I always had the idea that I would just give them to him someday when we got married. And, uh, I, uh, wrote this song with a couple girls before I actually met Chris. And then it was funny. Cause one, the first songwriting round of mine, which basically that's just like a show where you just kind of talk about story behind songs and things like that. But, uh, I, he came to one for the first time and, uh, he, uh, I played that song, you know, and so it was just kind of funny because he was sitting out there and I was kind of nervous, but, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, but then, uh, yeah, after we got married, he he got that box, that box of letters.
0: That's so special. You, you. Sometimes I wish like my husband was making a little box of letters before we got married and I could <laughs> see his little letters too. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. On your website, people, if they're interested, can get their own little box of letters, right, to participate in the same kind of thing?
1: Yeah, we thought it was, like, really cool. Well, Chris is really good at, like, graphic design and stuff, and so he um, helped me design a little box that, um, yeah, I thought it would be super cool. I know, like, for him, it was really special for him to get that, and for me, it was just really, like, helpful, too, to be able to think about, you know, fueling my energy into thinking about the, like, best kind of guy you know someday you know and uh so yeah I we just created one of those and yeah if anybody wants to start their own there's like a little note inside that we put to um from me just to kind of encourage people on their on their journey to wait for the right right man and yeah so it's a cute little gift idea or if anybody wants to start one of their own
0: super cute I love that So the last song I want to ask you about is your recent single called work for shoes, in which you get to see a little bit of your fun, sassy side. And I love it so much. Thank you. Yeah. I I got it.
1: That one was like, I don't know. So I definitely am all about shoes and clothes and, it was always funny because even like at church, I used to sing on the praise team back home and they would always like people would be like, oh, here you are in your five inch heels today. And it was just, <laughs> I, I love heels and something about them. Just like for me performing in heels, like gives me confidence, just like in a good way. It's just like, I'm ready to go. And so, uh, yeah, like I, one of the girls that I write with a lot, she, she was like, we should write a shoe song sometime. And then this other <laughs> Um, artist friend of mine. He's a really good songwriter, and he's like really good at writing girl songs, too. It's really funny, but uh, he's like hilarious. And so when I met him, I was like, us three should just write this song. This would be really fun. Um, Yeah, and it turned into like something we just really had fun with. And then the music video, like growing up doing all that theater, I used to get cast as a lot of like the crazier roles. <laughs> <If> you <laughs> do the music video, you'll see a little crazy eyes. Anyway, but um, yeah, I just love playing those crazy characters. And so this song, I was like, we got to do a music video, and I'm gonna totally go all out on the crazy shoe girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun, and it's such a catchy song too.
1: Thank you. Yeah, we all have a little bit of a guilty pleasure, I guess, right?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Like, mine is hands down tea. Like, I am, I am a hot tea obsessed lady. Like, nice. One, one whole cabinet of my kitchen is just overloaded with boxes of loose leaf tea and teas that I've made myself. And oh, wow. It's definitely a problem, but I'm, <laughs> like, not sorry about it at the same time.
1: Oh, I know, right? <laughs> But it's like a healthy problem too, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I have to ask from that song, do you have a favorite pair of shoes? Do you think you could whittle it down?
1: I don't really know if I can. <laughs> I love platform shoes. Like, so really any platform pair is like great in my mind. But, and then if we can put some sequins on them, like I have definitely some platform sequins. Those are my favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we get to see a picture of those on your Instagram too, right?
1: Yep, I definitely post some of those pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's funny because now ever since putting out that song, some people like will comment on stuff. They're like, what shoes were you wearing? I'm like, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. So, you know, if you want to check out Stephanie's awesome sequin shoes, I will definitely drop her Instagram in the show notes as well.
1: Thank you.
0: and lastly I know all of your songs must be special to you but of all of them do you have one that you like the best and it doesn't have to be one that we talked about today it could be a different one
1: um it is hard to whittle it down for sure I will say I think Work for Shoes probably is my favorite just because it's so like I am a very bubbly person and like I know we've talked a lot about more serious stuff and my faith is like who I am at the core you know but that's a joyful thing too but it's a little more like serious talk but I'm such a bubbly person and I I just had so much fun with that song and so I think it really captures my personality well um just like people my friends who know me I'm just I don't know and they always say I make funny faces like when I talk like they're very like (laughs) eccentric and I don't really realize it until somebody says something but yeah I just think that song is just super fun I just had so much fun with it. (laughs) I
0: love it. That's great. (laughs) Yeah. Towards the end here, we're going to ask some more questions that speak to your bubbly side too, because I think it has been serious so far, but all really, really good stuff.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: Okay. So the big question that I've been asking my interviewees is about embracing a joyful headspace. So I'll go ahead and say that you've spoken on embracing your story Mm -hmm. and hearing you speak on that is really what made me realize how perfect this collaboration would be. Mm -hmm. And I took note of three things in particular that you said that aligns perfectly with the message of this podcast. Mm -hmm. And those were that positive self-talk can actually make a big difference in the way we think about ourselves. And you said, the more you learn to establish new thought patterns, the easier it'll become to embrace who you really are. Mm -hmm. So that was the first thing. The second thing was that you can choose to let your trials be your setbacks or your set ups, which I thought was beautiful. And the third thing was your trials can uniquely equip you to speak hope and encouragement into other people's lives because you've been given a unique story that others need to hear. And I'm sure my listeners are laughing because they know how much I preach this, but (laughs) it really just emphasized them But that told me that you yourself are someone who is living in and actively working towards a joyful headspace. And so that being said, I would love for our listeners to hear what advice you would give to someone, perhaps the most important thing when it comes to creating a naturally joyful headspace in their own lives.
1: Yeah, um, I would, I mean, I've hit on it a little bit. I think in what we said so far, but I would say definitely create a space, like create spaces in your life where you can refuel and recharge. Um, and obviously spiritually, but like emotionally and mentally, um, some, like sometimes, you know, it's going to take an Epsom salt bath or whatever, just like giving yourself some space where you can actually pause and think, um, you're like, Quiet time too. You know, you can definitely do that. But I think taking care of yourself and giving yourself a little permission to pause and breathe um, allows you to then go about the rest of your day and rest of your time more productive and more, you know, not getting down those rabbit trails mentally. Um, so I think I think establishing some of those um, <laughs> some of those boundaries in your life is really really important, and then uh, staying. You know, staying in the word and and staying um, confident in who he made you to be and whether that's, you know, preaching that to yourself for a while until you really believe it or or like embracing that, you know, I I think that's just a really important thing to keep working towards all the time.
0: Yes, I love that. So before we go on to the more for fun kinds of questions, um, do you have any big projects coming up or fun goals for the future?
1: I do. Actually, I am, um, about to announce another single release actually. Um, I don't want to say too much on that, but I will be posting that very, very soon on social media about that. So, uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Um, I've been, uh, singing some national anthems. Recently went to NASCAR um in Charlotte, Motor Speedway, um last weekend and performed that there, which was like such a cool blessing and experience. And uh doing a virtual one for uh NFL Arizona Cardinals coming up as well um and so So cool yeah I just had like a lot of fun with that like it's been weird COVID time for sure because a lot of shows just totally got canceled you know um everybody's lives put on pause but the Lord knows about this too so I keep reminding myself but yeah so that's been hard so I guess that was like really that was a special thing um for me to be able to do a couple of those things it's just like really encouraged me I guess to get to sing those and yeah looking forward to this next song
0: for sure. That is so cool. Thank you. So is there anything else you wanted to share before moving on?
1: Um, I think my favorite Bible verse. I just want to mention that real quick. Yeah. Um, James 1, 2 through 4. Um, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance, and perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And I kind of... Just always remind myself of that. I guess that would go along with you know the joyful headspace for sure. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm gonna encourage you all with that. Whatever you're going through, whatever you will go through, um, the Lord is using it um, to uh, further you and and His walk.
0: Yes, I love that. Yeah, that was a question that I had in the little rapid fire ones towards the end. Oh
1: sorry okay no
0: you're good I'm glad we went ahead and did that because that was just beautiful
1: thank you yeah I couldn't remember I was like I don't know if I was supposed to talk about that earlier I couldn't remember sorry
0: no you're good I'm so glad you shared that I I've literally just I got a new bible recently that I can like write in the margins because I think that's really important and that was one of the first ones that I highlighted because I love it so much
1: nice yes
0: (laughs) okay so Let's see. Now for the for fun ones. Do you want to tell us about two favorite books you have? Maybe one fictional and one non-fictional?
1: Sure. Um so I am not too much of a big reader, I will admit. Um but <laughs> I really love like John Piper. I don't, have you ever read any of his stuff?
0: I don't think I have.
1: Okay. He's like his theology stuff was like amazing. Like he, he has such an awe of the Lord and, um, his book Desiring God is probably my favorite book and it probably will be forever. Um, it just really opened up. Uh, so like I, I was a, a Christian when I was real young is when I received Jesus, but reading that book, like several years ago, I would uh, probably like four or five years ago, just really, uh, opened up my eyes so much, um, to the beauty of the Lord. And, uh, yeah, really, really rocked my world. So I would say that is my by far favorite book. Um, and then nonfiction or yeah, fiction. I have not really read too much of that lately, if I'm being honest, but, um, I am kind of a nerd when it comes to like body stuff (laughs) and Uh I have uh, hypothyroidism, um, which is a whole nother can of worms. But um Isabella Wentz has a book like on Hashimoto's um stuff. I don't have Hashimoto's, but my mom does. But it was just like super interesting to learn about like how the body works and stuff. That's not fiction, but it's a little bit more not like super, super serious, like like a theology book, I guess.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. That's really cool. Thank so- you. What's a special fun fact about you that you've never really shared before? I was trying to think really hard about this one.
1: (laughs) Well, this is fun, and I don't think I've really talked about it too much, but on social media, I don't think I've ever said this, but we have a golden doodle ruby, and uh, we are going to be breeding her, and I am so excited because I love puppies so much. And, uh, yeah, so she is, like, about a year and a half, so – not too much longer. And then we'll do her first litter. So yeah, that's going to be really fun. have lots of puppies.
0: Yes. She's a beautiful dog too.
1: Thank you. She's crazy. <laughs> I'm surprised she hasn't barked, to be honest. I'm surprised y'all haven't heard her yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. So can you tell us what the best piece of advice is that you've ever been given?
1: Uh, yeah. Um, I would say like, well, advice do you want advice or a statement like that i
0: go by a should. statement would be good
1: okay um i would say not i but christ and I, I know we've talked about a lot about that but my pastor used to have those words up on the wall of our church um and it's just like such a good reminder like cuz i just get down my rabbit holes and oh how can I'm stephanie progress how can stephanie x y and z you know <laughs> so it's just like I don't know. It's just a quick little thing, but it, it helps me out a lot.
0: That's good. I like that. <laughs> so lastly, what is your favorite artist and you know, what's your favorite song by them?
1: Yeah. Carrie Underwood is my favorite artist. <laughs> <laughs> she can sing, girl. I can sing. yeah, she can just sing so great. And she's such a good performer too. Um, yeah, I saw her on American Idol. Um, martina mcbride was like really the one that made me like want to do country um and love her voice too but yeah carrie carrie is definitely my favorite and ah it's hard to say my favorite song by her she's had so many good ones but uh she's such a queen She's such a queen. I don't know. I really, I know before he cheats is not nice, but like, I I just think it's funny. I just really think it's funny.
0: (laughs) Oh, I've definitely jammed to that song for sure.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) Yes, I like that. I like that song.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever like done a cover of that song?
1: No, I mean, I've probably done some little karaoke things with it, but yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So before we let you go, where can listeners find you?
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm on social media at Steph Owens music, um, Instagram. I'm very active, love talking to people on there. So definitely follow me and chat with me and love to hear more about you and there and yeah, Facebook and Twitter too. Um, and then as far as my music goes, I'm on Spotify, Apple music, iTunes, Amazon, really all the places, wherever you want to listen to music, it should be there. If you Google my name or whatever. So
0: yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us today, Stephanie. This was really nice.
1: Of course. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Thank you for (laughs) doing this podcast.
0: Absolutely.